Welcome to Awake and Bake, an educational, high vibrational, mystical, spiritual pot, I'm sorry, podcast from two girls, one joint, and a journey to awaken what's inside all of us. In the words of the wise Wiz Khalifa, let's roll something and get the day started. Hey, bitches. Ooh, I was curious. I was going to say, are we getting a free run of motherfuckers? No. Um, no. Well, hey, it's it's 2023. It's like season two. Yeah. Bitches. I didn't. Hey, bitches. I love it. Now it's like a thing. <laughs> How are you guys doing today? Happy Monday. Happy Monday. We love you. Hope you've been, I don't know, I feel like everywhere the weather is like wild. So I hope you've been like warm where we're supposed to be warm and cold where we're supposed to be cold. And, like and safe regardless. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So I basically, this episode is Danny teaching me because I need to know like what the fuck is lucky girl syndrome. I'm seeing it everywhere. Right. Right. Okay. Lucky girl syndrome. I keep seeing it everywhere too. And I'm really fascinated by it. And I'm honestly really happy about it. I, I'm not one of those people who's like, oh my God, I liked it first and now it's popular and now I'm pissed. I, I used to be that way because I had friends like that. But now I'm like, no, wait, that's what I want. Awake and Bake is literally about like inspiring people to wake up to their own power. So Lucky Girl Syndrome is a trend that's been, I think it originated on TikTok. I don't really know. And I did minimal research, but I watched, I I did watch like three videos about it on YouTube, not on TikTok. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, So basically Lucky Girl Syndrome, the trend is like, you just basically keep saying like, I am the luckiest girl in the world. Now, luckiest person, whoever you are, this applies to everyone. Um, But you basically tell yourself 24 seven, like all day long, like, I am just the luckiest person in the world. Everything keeps working out for me. I am just so lucky. And we talk a lot about like how it was really trendy to be delusional before. It's kind of like that, right? But it's like, you just, no matter what happens, you keep telling yourself that you're lucky. And then people are starting to realize, oh, it's working. Like our words have power. Our mindset has power. So I feel like lucky girl syndrome personally is like a combination of law of attraction and law of assumption, which, okay, I hate that there's like such a big debate about the two of those personally, because I'm like, guys, it's the same thing. One is, oh yeah, I just assume it's going to happen. And one's like, oh yeah, I know it's going to happen because I brought it to me. Okay. Right. Like that sounds very like, let's not spirituality is supposed to be, in my opinion, what separates us from like religion where everything has to be black or white. Yes or no. It has to have a certain word. Like, so for us to kind of do things like that, where it's like, I understand they're talking about two different like laws of nature, but I'm like, I don't know. This feels like the same fucking law to me. Like it feels like, like one of those instances in like spirituality where it's like different people say different, a, a different yes. thing. Yeah. I saw, I used to watch a lot of Aaron Dowdy. Um, and I kind of stopped just because he's a very masculine being and I am not. So I, I ended up just like not meshing with him anymore because he actually, he was like, why you should throw away law of attraction and only use law of assumption. And I was like, why? It's like not that deep i watched the video i was like it's not that deep um but to each their own so yeah lucky girl syndrome that's basically it it's where we take the law of assumption and the law of attraction and we just instead of like using the technical scientific or pseudoscience terms we're just like i'm so lucky um i watched a video today uh by jills gerwin i think is how you say her name um and she was talking about how lucky girl syndrome originated because there's this portion of our brain that the more we tell it something, which is the same thing as law of attraction, law of assumption, where you just tell yourself that something is going to happen. It's the same thing as it basically getting into your subconscious. So it's like when you say, um, I really want to buy a red sedan. I don't even know what those, what a sedan is guys. I just know it's a car. I can't believe that that's the example you used. I don't even know what a sedan is. I just know it's a four door car. Yeah. Every car is a four door car. What the fuck? No, some are coupes and they're just two door. Like my car is a sedan. 
Okay, this is, see, this is bullshit to me, but say that I'm like, yeah, I really want to buy like a red sedan. And then all of a sudden you start seeing them everywhere. It's because that part of your brain is activated where when you say something now it's on your radar. So essentially telling yourself you're lucky puts luck and good things on your radar, which is the same thing as law of attraction, law of assumption, manifestation. Okay. Okay. So then like, how do I do this? Okay. So (laughs) yes. Um, I want to talk a little bit about like the order of things, honestly, because I think we have it confused. I think a lot of people are like, um, when it comes to lucky girl syndrome, this is why I'm happy that this is a trend because up until this trend, a lot of people thought like, Oh, I can't be happy until I have X, Y, Z. So they think the order is have do feel once I have this, I'll be able to do this. And then I'll feel this way. Once I have more money, I'll be able to buy a house and then I'll feel secure. Or once I have a partner, I'll be able to get engaged and then I'll feel worthy. Like something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, completely. Okay. But when we talk about lucky girl syndrome, when we talk about law of attraction, manifestation, the order that it really is, is feel, do have, you already put yourself on the feeling of gratitude. Like we've talked about in our really early on episodes. So I, I didn't come up with this concept. Um, you know, I don't think anyone who I'm about to reference did either. Um, but right. I, I'm reading a book called Conversations with God, which I highly recommend, it, especially if you're not religious, because I am not religious. It is not trying to convert you. I think it's meant to actually take the religious people and like make them stop being religious. Um, I can't wait. Mine get here tomorrow and I'm going to yeah, start them. A direct quote from the book is throw away religion, embrace spirituality. So, and that literally is just because no one is saying like, you're wrong because you're a Christian. Like, it's like, there's just too many rules. <laughs> there's just too many rules. You need to just really start living out of a place of nothing but love. No, you're wrong because you do this. You're wrong because you're doing that. You know what I mean? Um, so the order that we used to, that a lot of people commonly thought was have, do you feel, but it's really feel, do you have? So if you want more love, right, you need to give more love. You need to consider everything that happens to you after that love. So instead of being like, oh my God, I'm so lucky. Like you, you could be like, oh my God, like love is all around me. Literally love is surrounding me. Like, and start giving a bunch of love. Like once you already feel it, then you'll be able to actually give it away and have more of it. So the reason I bring this up is because it sounds backwards, but you literally cannot have something that you lack. And I know we talk all the time about like what a lack mindset is, but we never really elaborate. So I would like to kind of elaborate. Please, because like, obviously it's more than I think it is. So like, (laughs) yeah, Hey, absolutely. So I feel like a lack mindset. This is my definition. This is not, I didn't look anything up. Okay guys. But like when we think of lack, it doesn't mean like, um, Oh, well you just always think that you're going to be poor. No, it can apply to feeling like there's, yeah, maybe there's not enough money. Maybe there's not enough love or opportunities or free time to spend how you want it or enough food or enough time or enough space for you. And also for everyone else to be living their ideal, their best, their most abundant self that it's like believing that there is a scarcity in any form of anything, which is just not true. The universe is infinite. And so is love. If you've ever read the power by Rhonda Byrne, which I highly recommend, especially if you're new to starting your spiritual journey, or if you're like, you've been in the game. Um, I think it's really good at reminding us like that this is supposed to be a happy experience. This is to be fun. Life is supposed to be fun, right? Yes. So the universe is infinite and so is love. That's what the law of love talks about. Um, and you need to believe that love and abundance is your birthright, but that means that it's also everyone else's birthright. We cannot think, oh, I deserve the world, but also think everyone else doesn't deserve to be just as wealthy as we are, just as happy as we are. I grew up, um, in a conservative household that 
who taught me like, well, there's just a certain way things are. And, you know, like, just like, why would the rich have to pay more taxes if they worked for it? Newsflash, daddy-o, they didn't work for that most likely, but I digress. Um, who did they scam? Okay, anyway. Uh, but like, it's literally everyone else's birthright as well to be abundant. You know what I mean? Like, it's not just yours. So you have to put yourself on the level of like, I already have that. I know it sounds backwards, but you cannot have more of something that you lack. That just creates more lack. So if you want more money, you have to start loving money. You have to start loving the idea of money coming from source. If you're someone who I grew up thinking money was the root of all evil, but you have to work really, really hard so you can have enough money. It was so, it made no fucking sense. It was so confusing. Of course I struggled so much with like understanding how to have money, how to handle money. I've always thought money was something that I had to be really worried about because I grew up being stressed about it, like yeah. always hearing that it was something stressful. So what I was taught when I was learning about spirituality was an example of having, um, instead of a lack mindset, more of an abundance mindset for money was instead of spending money and thinking, damn, like that is $16 less out of my paycheck that I just spent at target. Instead, yeah. what you're thinking is like, I don't even know how much I just spent on that, but I know I have enough. I know it's going to come back to me now. Clearly I'm not reckless spending. Like there's a difference. Like, but when you spend, be grateful for it, enjoy it. Don't think like, Ooh, hey, you know what? It's okay because I need it. So it's fine. It's justified. That's still lack. Shut up. You have to be like, this ought to be lit. I'm so excited that I just bought this fucking CD or whatever the fuck. Do people even buy CDs anymore? I, I have no idea. Um, but that's like really what it means. You start living from a place of abundance for whatever you want. So with lucky girl syndrome, that's what they just started doing. They just started saying everything was working out for me. I'm so lucky. They didn't say like, I think in 2023 is going to be my lucky year. Like suddenly something good will happen. They're like, it's happening. Something good is happening. You know what I mean? Oh, completely. I love this. I feel like this is a lot of like what we've said. I have some quotes that I would also like to read from the book, if that's yes, fine. Please, so like, the book is like so the book is like so profound and it does sound a little like godlike with the talking. And I apologize for that. Again, I would like to reiterate, this is not a religious book. And when I say God, the book is referring to God as source power. Um, but they just use the word conversations with God as like, you know, a catchy title. And I will admit it's catchy. It does what had to be done. So here's one of my favorite quotes from it. And it says, as long as you are seeking to be something, you cannot be it. Boom, done. We have to just be, don't do just be. That's one of my favorite quotes from Emily Glott. I, I don't think she was the first one to say that, but I know it just came out of her high brain one day. And, and like, we were just talking about like the universe and stuff. And she was like, I got it. I got it. Don't do just be, I was like, period, bitch. Um, but truly, I think that's like a really important um, thing that I'm trying to like yeah. think, uh, especially in 2023, like I keep thinking that and also how we're, how would my higher self handle this? Every situation I'm trying to think like, how would my higher self handle this? Which is really funny because I have a situation coming up later today that I'm trying to think, how would my higher self handle this? So I'm really glad we're doing this episode first. And this episode is like such a great example of like lucky girl syndrome. Everything works out for me right before we started. I was like, should I make this phone call that I have to make first or in like text Kelsey and say, wait, I just have to do this first. Cause I'm like anxious about it. Or should I do awake and bake first? And I was like, I don't know. Awake and bake's already like set and it's going to make me feel good. I always feel good after we record. And now through recording, I'm like reminded of so many things that I can use in this conversation that I have to have later. Oh. So that's really nice. Yeah. Um, and then, okay. Another quote from the book. This is, this is one where I'm a little embarrassed. I'm definitely going to sound like I'm reading from the Bible, but I cannot say this enough. It is not the Bible. So, so the, uh, text says, I will give you all exactly what you desire always, even if I, 
even as I have done from the beginning of time. And then the guy asks, are you really always giving everyone exactly what they desire at any given time? I find this hard to believe. And then the godlike figure responds, yes, yes, I am. Your life is a reflection of what you desire, what you believe you may have of what you desire. You cannot give what you do not believe that you can have no matter how much you desire it, because I, okay, so this is where we get into like law, what I was saying about like the universal law and the law of love. God says, because I will not violate your own thought about it. I cannot, it is the law, which is what I was saying earlier. It's like the law of the universe. Like right. you just cannot create from a place of lack. The quote ends by saying, believing that you cannot have something is the same thing as desiring to have it for it pr produces the same result, which again, it sounds contradictory because you're like, but if I want something like, why does the little word like want really like affect so much of that? But it's not the word. It's the mindset that comes with yeah. thinking about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's like profound as fuck. Yeah. And I feel like we need the reminder of it sometimes because yeah. even like all of us forget that sometimes. Definitely. Like, like, especially when you have like a new goal. Like for me, when, when I was like, Ooh, I'm going to put out music. I'm going to start putting out music. I, I've been saying it since like 2020. And then I realized like, I think 2021 was when I put out my first like TikTok open verse rap thing. Um, and I didn't like, when I put it out, I was very like, guys, this is just for fun. Like I literally say in the beginning of it, don't judge. This is just for fun. But when I, I wasn't saying like, in the beginning of that video, oh, I'm not good at this. Like, I'm really right. embarrassed. I'm really nervous. I was basically saying, like, I don't want to hear your bullshit. I like it. This is just for fun. This is what I'm doing. When you want, so say that you want to manifest, like, being taken seriously as an artist or in your career, you have to take yourself seriously. So, like, when I, when I say this, I don't mean it has to be perfect. Because if you've seen my open raps, open verse challenges on TikTok, they are not perfect. Half the time I'm choking in the beginning of them because I just took a hit. Those like are my favorite. They almost all start like, hold on, I just smoked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or I'm like, I'm so sorry, I have cotton mouth. Um, but I'm really always really proud of like my flow, my words, like just like whatever I'm putting out. And that's just who I am. Like I'm I'm not trying to be someone I'm not. You know what I mean? Like if it causes me stress, like I'm not going to do it, but I have to still take myself seriously. I still have to like believe in myself. You know what I mean? So when I put those out, I'm not embarrassed. Like I'm always like, this is who the fuck I am. Like, um, I'm DW. I like to rap and I like to smoke weed. And if you don't like it, like, that's okay. Like if you don't, if you think like, Oh, you sound cringe or whatever, like that's okay. Because like, I didn't ask, I don't give a fuck. Um, right. I'm doing this for fun. And for you and like your, exactly. Like and it's so much more, I feel like people like get nervous about like taking a chance on yourself and like, just do it. Like we're all making ourselves look, have you seen TikTok? I promise you won't be the cringiest one out there. I have been making so many videos that I used to think were cringe. And then I'm like, damn, look at me now. I am doing the trendy dances that I am literally doing. Some of them slap. They go so hard. And like, as right? a dancer, I'm like, oh, I appreciate like the way this was choreographed. I hate though, how they call it dance creator. I hate that. They're, they're like, tag the DC. And I was like, what the fuck is a DC dance creator? Bitch, a choreographer. You have me all the way fucked up with dance creator, but also that could just be me being like a, a snob from my dance theater days but hey, i mean you were a ballerina what the fuck is dance creator that's so silly i love your tiktok dances because i can see like the dancer and you come out and like as someone who didn't get to know you during your dancer phase like it's so cool to like see that little sparkle in your eye of like thank you thank and it's you always 
perfect like timing everything oh thank you bitch oh please give it to me i love it (laughs) well okay okay so kelsey is doing an example of what i wanted to actually end this episode about um so in the book i was reading it gave like a really good step like if you're if you're someone who's like, I really don't know where to start. Like, I I love this. I agree with this, but like, I just, you know, I'm someone who lived a life, not very confident. Step one is just to know whatever you choose for yourself, give to another. So in the book, they talked about if you can't see yourself as a hero, help someone else see the hero within themselves, praise them for it, acknowledge it and like build them up. This says to the universe and to them, I see you and what I see in another person I can see in myself. We all know that like we're one and everyone's a reflection of us. And a lot of times when we experience like feelings of jealousy, that's actually more just us kind of feeling like, oh, well, I want to do that too. I would like to do that too. I have that ability in me to do that as well. So when you praise someone and like lift someone up for it, instead of like being jealous it says to the universe like i love this more of this and also it's a reflection of you so it's just going to help you have the courage also what i found is when i first started like learning about all of this none of the none of what we talk about are like our original own ideas these are all things that we've learned about and then conversed between the two of us and like really come to like deeper understandings and we were like whoa i i bet other bitches would love to get high and hear about this shit too like the stereotypical (laughs) like let's get high and talk about the universe that's literally what we were like yeah let's Let's do it. Um, And through doing that, like we started off by being like, yeah, so I read this text and this is what this really knowledgeable person said. And then we realized we're essentially teaching their teachings with our own filter, our own spin on it because everything. So one thing that I think is important for all of us to know is we are God. People hate this. Oh, some people are going to hate this. Um, I love it. I love it too. Well, okay. Kelsey loves it for the wrong reasons. And I love that for her. Um, it's it's the god complex in her coming out but you guys you know how in religion they say like you're made in his image or whatever that's that's like a loose quote yeah um but that what that essentially means is like you are a reflection of source of god of the universe like you are the universe genuinely experiencing itself and the whole purpose of life and of the universe and of this reality is for the universe for god for source power to get to know itself through us through creation through love through art through whatever so there's no wrong path you can take as long as you're doing it like honestly and with love because the whole point of living is for source power to experience itself through us to come to know itself and when I, I just feel like that's the more that well. <laughs> right. And the more that we acknowledge, like we have so much more power, like you're not this powerless being that has to fear whatever the hell God is hell and God, though, what a little contradictory statement. Um, you're actually like an extension of God just experiencing itself. And it, it's this crazy power. Once you know that it's, it doesn't put you on a God complex. That's no. just, no. Yeah. That's just like a joke. You guys, like once you know this, what it actually does is bring you so much closer to source. Like I used to think well, I was just hurt really bad from life and then like religion. And so I, I like damned religion and I was like, it's not real. It's, it's so terrible. And then I came to realize like, okay, okay. It, what what it's trying to do isn't terrible and it's all the different religions are all trying to do the same thing but like i talked about filters earlier when right. man gets involved and we get involved we filter things throughout ourselves and it comes out in different ways and over time oh i would love to do a, a we're gonna do an episode soon about the matriarchy history yes, of the universe yeah um but seriously you guys like it's just it, it, it's more empowering than anything to know that you are an extension of source. You are God. And that's why like 
if you're someone who likes to use the phrase God, like God is always with you. It, God can't not be with you because you right. are God. We are all one. Like it's this, this crazy, beautiful, powerful, loving energy. And we get to decide like how we want to use it and what we want to manifest. And right. the first step is just like declaring it. Like I am the luckiest bitch out here. Like I am God. I am powerful. I am loving. I am deserving. I am abundant. It's my birthright just as it is yours. Exactly. I think that's the other like and it's everyone's like, we're all there. We're all capable. There's not one thing that like, you could be like, oh, but I, this like, nope, there's no excuses. You're all like, we all have it. Seriously. It's so cool. <laughs> it's very like profound and it's different than what you, a lot of us grew up hearing. Like I grew up hearing like, you're a sinner. You're not perfect. Yeah. <laughs> like, all like, of us who were Catholics, like, yeah, that's yeah, why like, I was raised being told. I thought like I was just innately going to hell and you were working to get to heaven. Like it, that's very much how it seems like it's like you are born a dirty sinner. Literally, like, I'm a baby. <laughs> because we would be like seven and have to like confess our sins. Like I would have to like, like it was the weird. Hey, yeah. We'll yeah. When in, when in reality, it's like, Okay, we'll get into all of that another episode. But you guys, like, like, I know, I'm like, we could, we could take this, we could take this, but no, um, really, guys, like, you are love, you are one, we are all God, we are all source power, we are all the universe just experiencing itself, and so I'm so happy that this lucky girl syndrome thing is a trend. I'm so happy that like. Like, I know a lot of people were like, uh, like they're not even explaining it. Like some, some spiritual people, rightfully so they get annoyed when TikTok kind of like takes yeah. things over and kind of generalizes it. And then people are like, well, that's a bunch of bullshit. And it's like, well, yeah. Cause you have a 12 year old who doesn't know what she's saying, explaining it to you. Exactly. And nothing's wrong with being 12, but you but don't know you what you don't know. Year olds explaining it to you over a podcast. That's how Wouldn't you, know. you rather have mid to late 20 year olds who are high as fuck explaining it to you Sounds than way a 12 year old. Come on. Come on. Um, so yeah, lucky girl syndrome and I think I love it. Remembering the order too that things are. It yeah. is not have do be or have do feel. Sorry, it's feel do you have. Do have. <laughs> and then also don't do just be. Don't do just be. Thank you, Emily. Emily Glott. <laughs> Emily G. I hope this helped you guys. I hope that this was help. I hope this was inspiring. Yes, um, I love this. I love learning about lucky girl. I'm I'm a lucky girl. I'm, I'm a, lucky, a girl. lucky girl. I'm a lucky bitch. I'm a lucky woman. Yeah. I'm a lucky god. I'm a lucky goddess. Yeah. Oh, I'm a lucky goddess too. I'm sorry. It's not even like the gender thing. I just think goddess sounds more like awesome. It does sound it sounds pretty. It's like very feminine sounding. And I don't I, I'm a feminine bitch. Yeah. I love my my girlies who aren't feminine. I love that for them, but like I am. So I'm like, I I'm love, a goddess. <laughs> I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go for um, dress. <laughs> we love you guys you're a lucky bitch as well yeah. you're a lucky they them he she anything we, you want to be yeah just, just go be lucky just be just and stay high bye <laughs>